Welcome to the Redeem Evangelical Mission Tram Atlanta. This is a place where we gather together in quality praise and worship of the true and living God. Equipped with the world of God for growth and fellowship with one another. God bless you as you listen to this message. We appreciate you this morning. We thank you. For you are our help, you are our teacher, you are our strength, you are our everything. And Spirit of grace, thank you for bringing us today. Thank you for opening us up. Thank you for feeding us this morning. As I bring everyone under the sound of my voice to you, I ask you to encounter us. In the name of Jesus, breathe on us. I step aside, I ask you to take your place. I ask you to wear me as a hand glove. Jesus, be magnified. I will return all glory to you this morning, in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord, somebody. Hallelujah. We want to welcome all our friends across the globe. Praise God. Glory to God. This morning, we won't be talking about, tell somebody, don't let go that dream. Don't let go that dream. The third week of the the third month of the year 2023 is on its way out, right? The first quarter of the year. I know that many of us will enter 2023 with great zest, with great passion, with great fire in our eyes. These are the things we want to do. We have that dream, we have the vision, we have goal that we have set for ourselves. Concerning our career, concerning our family, concerning our health, concerning our spiritual health. How we're going to live this 2023. I will be studying my Bible very well. I will be preaching to somebody. I will do this. I will that. Do that. Is that fire still there? Is that passion still there? Is our zest still there? He sent me to you to tell you don't let go that fire. Don't let go that dream. Don't let go. Pick it up. Pick it up. We have a young man in the Bible that want to look at his life. Because dreams always go through. Somebody said dreams go through. Go through process. Dream go through what? Process. And during this processing season, many back out. Because whenever it's things are being processed, it's not a good experience. It's not a time that you sing hallelujah all the time. Processing are painful. Processing are hard. Processing always costs you something. It demands your sacrifice. It demands your consistency. 
Praise God. Last time we said that when you pick up a raw gold, for a raw gold to move from the raw gold to the 24 carat gold that is now being visible to all, it goes through what is called process. Degree of process that you have to go through. Praise God. Can we go to Genesis chapter 37 from verse number 3? Genesis 37 from verse number 3. Genesis 37 from verse number 3. We'll be reading to the 11th verse. Now Israel loved Joseph more than all his children because he was a son of his old age. Also, he made him a tunic of many colors, what we call a coat of many colors. That coat of many colors was his identity. Underline, hold that, because we're going to pick it up during the course of the service. But when his brother saw that their father loved him more than all his brothers, they hated him. And could not speak peaceably to him. Now Joseph had a dream. And he told it to his brothers. And they hated him even more. So he said to them. Please hear this dream which I have dreamt. There, were, there we were. Buying the sheaves in the field. Then behold my sheep arose and also stood upright. And indeed, your sheaves stood all around and bowed down to my sheaf. And his brother said to him, Shall you indeed reign over us? Or shall you indeed have dominion over us? So they hated him even more for his dreams and for his words. Then he dreamed still another dream. And told it to his brothers and said, Look, I have dreamed another dream. At this time, the sun, the moon, and the eleven stars bowed down to me. So he told it to his father and his brothers. And his father rebuked him and said to him, What is this dream that you have dreamt? Shall your mother and I and your brothers indeed bow to, down to you? Bow down. To the earth before you. And his brothers envied him. But his father kept the matter in his heart. Joseph. Loved by his father. Hated by his brothers. To make the case worse. He dreamt. And revealed it to them. So they hated him the more. The fact that they hated him the more made him to dream yet another dream. And as you know, the hatred increased the more. I come this morning to let you know that the challenges you are going through, the attack you receive and suffer in life, is not because of it, it's because of what you are carrying. It's because of your destiny. It's because of that dream. 
the enemy attacks the dream in the process of attacking the dream because our lives, our dream are tied to our life. As a matter of fact, our dream is our destiny. Because anything that affects your destiny affects you. And when people don't know that what you are going through is because of the destiny you are carrying, they throw up easily. That's why the Lord said, send me to you to say, don't let go. Tell somebody, don't let go. Don't you dare let go. You have to hold on to it. Because that dream is your life. That dream is your destiny. That dream is who you are. That dream is your glory. That dream is your honor. That dream is your upliftment. So you don't have to let go. Praise God. Joseph, as you, if we know, what we understood and we discover, went through the different process. Praise God. He went through different process. He went through challenges. He went through difficulties because of the dream. During this process, your character is proven. Your attitude is proven. Praise God. Your character, your attitude, all these we discover concerning Joseph was proven also. How do you handle challenges? How do you handle difficulties? What do you do during the, the challenging time? Do you just throw in the tower and give up easily? You don't have to. So that's why the Lord sent me to us today. You notice that Joseph, a couple of things happened to him during this period. If you go to verse 19 and 20, you notice that before 19 and 20, the father sent him to go and take care of his brothers. He was submissive. Somebody says submissive. submissive. He was submissive to his father. He was obedient to his father. And the father sent him to go and look after his brothers. Which means he cared and loved his brothers also. Though they hate him, they hated him, he loved them. He cared for them. That was why when the father sent him to go and look after them, he what? He willingly obeyed. Do you pay evil for evil? I don't know where we get the jargon from. Do me or do you, God, not good verse. Who told you that? It's not in the Bible. When people hate you, when people do some things to you, the Bible says, vengeance is mine, says the Lord, not you. Don't let, don't always fight for yourself. Don't always defend yourself. Let God fight for you. Let God be your defense. 
when you take the defense of yourself by yourself, you will fail because you are limited. You are a man. You will even carry war to those that God have positioned to help you because you don't know. You think that everybody is an enemy. Sometimes people God sent to help you comes hard on you. You understand what I'm saying? They come what? Hard on you. And because they are hard on you, you think that they are enemies. That's why you have to allow God to fight for you, to defend you. So, from verse 19, look at it. Why the Father sent him to them. Look at what they said about him. Verse 19. Then they said to one another, Look, this dreamer is coming. 20. Come therefore, let us now kill him and cast him into some pit. We shall say, some white beast has devoured him. We shall see what will become of his dreams. Do you see that? That's the reason why they hated him so badly. That's the reason why they wanted him dead. The enemy wanted you dead because of who you are, what you are carrying. You are a threat to the enemy. You are. And many of us who don't know that you are a threat to the enemy. You, are not, you don't even know that you are the envy of others. Joseph was innocently going, obeying his father's bidding, right? Not knowing that he's walking into a trap. But another thing again, when you flip the coin, you discover that the Bible says in the book of Romans chapter 8 verse 28, for we know, somebody say for we know, that all things work together for the good of them who love God, who are the called According to his purpose, they didn't know that they were helping his destiny. The plot to kill him was helping his destiny. Praise God. Before you get there, you discover that most of the things you are going through, the challenges, your difficulties, is because of these your dream, your destiny, that what you are carrying. And that's the reason why you must not let go. You must not let go. Now look at this. Joseph went through all these various seasons because of this dream. Many things. Like as you said. They wanted to kill him. And one of them. Somebody now. God raised up. An advocate. Among them. To plead his, for his case. And the person. Now said. No. Let's not kill him. He's our brother. Let's sell him out. 
unknown to them, they are now positioning him to destiny. Our God will use somebody to work for you. In the name of Jesus. What they meant for evil, they will turn it, God will turn it around for good. In the name of Jesus. Praise God. The same thing at the end of the day after the dream had been fulfilled. You remember when the brethren came to him? Now he's the big boss. He's now he's the prime minister. He told them, you meant this for evil, but God turned it around for me, for good. Right? That's what, how it, it will always end up for your good. Praise God. Whatever the enemy meant for evil, we always end up what? For your good. That is why you don't give up at the point of every challenge. You don't give up at the point of every difficulty. You don't. You have to stay true. Somebody says stay true. Now, look at it. Number one, he lost his identity. He lost his identity. Remember the coat of many colors. The one that the father gave to him. That, that was the, the, the beginning of the hatred. They ripped it out from him. They took it from him. Having taken that, they thought that they have taken his dream. They have taken his future. No. That coat was a problem for him. Are you hearing me? During the process, things that you don't need will be ripped up, up out of you. And during that process, it's always very painful. You understand what I'm saying? The first thing that let that go, that went, was that coat. They hated them. That coat was a symbol of hatred of his first hatred, right? The father loved him above all his brethren. Then he gave him that coat of many colors. So the brothers reached for that coat. During the process, he will always take out from us what would he know we don't need. But naturally, you think you, you always have a, a, an attachment, an emotional attachment to stuff. I need this. This My dad gave me this. My mom gave me this. God knows you don't need it. So you have to let it go. He lost that. Everything that have to do with the past, the things that you know weigh him down. The Bible says we must let go every sin that the easily what beset us. We have to let it go. Praise God. Joseph was thrown into the pit. Being buried in the pit was a temporary setback for him. You know what I'm saying? Jesus died and was buried. But you know what? The devil think that, oh, I want to finish him. This is his end. But do you know what? There was no water in the well. So he could not drown. 
There is nothing the enemy throw at you that can have what it takes to destroy you. Amen. As a child of God. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Every plot of the enemy against the child of God always by fire. No power can take out any child of God. A child of God that is carrying destiny is indestructible. Nothing, absolutely nothing, can destroy a destiny carrier. All you need is to maintain your relationship with God, with Jesus. Love the Lord. Be obedient, be submissive. Joseph was obedient. Joseph was submissive. Remember, he found himself in this place because of his obedience and submission to his father, right? When you are obedient to God, when you are submissive, there is what is called the fruit of obedience. The power of obedience will always go after the enemy against uh, in your life. You understand what I'm saying? So Joseph, thrown into the pit, was sold into slavery. Put on your imagination. A prince loved by his father, right? Ripped off of his coat, his identity, cast into the pit, now sold into slavery. It's not a slave. Naturally speaking, everything about the dream is gone, right? But he meant his relationship with God. The giver of the dream, the source of the dream. Your destiny is of God and from God and is by God. Are you hearing what I'm saying? That is why you must maintain your relationship with him. That is why you must love the Lord with all your heart. That's why you must love him with everything Thing you have, all that is within you. Everything about you must love him. Must be yielded and submitted and surrendered to him. Praise God. Joseph, give God his all. And look at it. The next step is, we're talking about the process. Sold into slavery. Lost the identity by that time as if you have lost everything, nothing. Just like the Bible talk about Jesus, that he was mad beyond recognition. Mad beyond recognition. It was a process. Process. But he never remained in that condition. When he was in that condition, he was carrying your sin. He was carrying my sin. He was carrying your sickness. He was carrying my sickness. He was carrying your disease. He was carrying my disease. He was carrying your pain. He was carrying my pain. He was carrying your sorrow, your reproach, and mine. He was carrying. So he was mad, disfigured. 
And that is the reason why you are not permitted to suffer that pain because he carried it. Somebody say he carried it. He took and bore it from us. He was tempted. I told us that during the process, our character and our attitude will be proven, right? Joseph was proved. Before we become, we must be proved. We must be tested. Praise God. Joseph was proved. Look at it. Genesis 39, verses 7 to 9. Genesis 39, verses 7 to 9. And it came to pass after these things that his master's wife cast longing eyes on Joseph. And she said, lie with me. But he refused and said to his master's wife, Look, my master does not know what is with me in the house. And he has committed all that he has to me, to my hand. There's no one greater in this house than I, nor has he kept back anything from me but you, because you are his. Stop going for what is not your own. You understand what I'm saying? Because that which is not yours will destroy you. It will, it will rob you of your greatness. There are many people today for the immediate gain. Right? Immediate gain. A little enjoyment. A little gain. They lost everything. They lost everything. They lost their future. Many today are sacrificing their future at the altar of the immediate gain. The immediate. Immediate benefit. Immediate enjoyment. Immediate gain. is robbing people of their future. That is not a person in Jesus' name. I rebuke that spirit in the name of Jesus. Look at it. Listen, before this woman came to Joseph, some amount of success, we quote, have already started taking place in the life of Joseph, right? Some great change have already started taking place. Some progress have already started taking place, right? Joseph was not as raw as when he came by the Ishmaelites, right? Some transformation has started taking place. Dearly beloved, the enemy will not go after you when you have nothing in you. Many today may we not end up like Uzziah. The Bible talk about Uzziah. At the age of 14, he was made king. And he submitted. Somebody say submitted. He ran after God. Somebody say ran after God. 
The Bible says, as long as he sought the Lord, the Lord blessed and prospered him until he became strong. Become so powerful. He's not successful. He's now a known king. He's now a powerful warrior. He has now made it. He has arrived. You see, I always say that the aircraft manufacturers and the auto, auto manufacturer, they know that uh, safety is very important in life, right? And that's why they put brake in that Lamborghini to control it so that you will be safe. In a nutshell, discipline. Right? If you cannot be controlled, if you come to a level in life that you cannot be controlled, you cannot be disciplined, you cannot submit to anyone, you are in the route of what destruction. You know what I'm saying? If you cannot submit, yield and surrender to anyone, honey, you are in a, a free way of destruction. But if you are the one that can submit, that can listen to counsel, you are helping yourself. Many today in the society we are living in are in the free way of destruction because they don't listen to no counsel, they don't listen to anyone, they don't submit to anyone. Because when you are submissive and submitted to someone and you listen to counsel, for in the multitude of counseling, there's what? Safety. The destruction that is ahead of you will not happen. You will be delivered from that destruction because you listen to counsel. You know all that we do in, in this year. We must not be bigger, too big, not to listen to anyone. Don't find yourself in a place where you are bigger than anyone. You cannot submit, you cannot listen to correction or to counsel. It's a dangerous ground to be in. Look at Joseph. Things have started working out good for him naturally. Right? Listen to me. When you start experiencing a little success, then you'll be attracting many things. Right now, nobody knows you. You are not attracting anything because you are not successful. When you become successful, the temptation will come to you. The one, I hear what I'm saying. That is life, the world we are living in. We are living in a corrupt world. We are living in a degenerated world. The world has not been redeemed. I hear what I'm saying. 
And that's the reason why you must be submissive to him. You must be heeded to him. You must obey the Lord. You must lead to the Holy Ghost, our helper. And be submissive to instructions. People can plant in your life to direct you, to help you. You must listen to counsel. Praise God. Look at David, Joseph. I'm not done with that. Can you give, put it back, please? There is no one greater in this house than I. Nor has he kept back anything from me but you. Because you are his wife. Dave, Joseph have drawn the line. He knows this is a place I cannot cross. You understand what I'm saying? Do you know? Are you the one in the church that you don't know the line to cross? The Bible says if you remove the, 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 the mark, the Asian landmark, those who don't remove the Asian landmark, I see if you lower the hedge, the serpent will bite. Don't remove what? The Asian landmark. Don't cross the line as a child of God. The Bible says evil communication corrupts good manners. There are people who you don't, you don't find yourself in, in that congregation. You help yourself. You belong to my boss. You are not mine. I have the wisdom and the knowledge and the sense and the understanding to know that you belong to my boss. And I cannot cross the line. Because if I cross the line, I'll be roasted. I'll be destroyed. Because you are his. How then can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? Look at it. Not against his boss, force. Not what? Against his boss. Against God. Because God is the priority in his life. His relationship with God supersedes every other thing. You can take everything from me, but not my relationship with God. I can offend every man, but not God. Because if I offend God, I'm gone. Say, I can't do this against God. In that office where no one is there, and people are falsifying figures, do you are you still conscious of the presence of God? In the decision in that bedroom, are you conscious of His presence? Before you make that statement. Before you fire that innocent man or innocent woman. Because you are the boss. Are you conscious of God? Remember we said that 
during the process, the dreams will be processed. And while dreams have been processed, your character is being proven. Your attitude is being proven. Why could I do this thing against God? Verse 10, please. So it was as she spoke to Joseph day by day. Do you see that? Day by day. And a matter of fact, this person was kind of choking the breath, the life out of him. I said, because of the world, the earth, the society we are living in. If you don't go to sin, sin will come to you. It is your state, the state of your heart. The state of your heart. The state of your character. The place of God. The place where you place God. That will what will defend and protect you. When no one is there. When no one is there. You're holding the mouse of that computer. All of a sudden you'll find yourself in a dark web. Are you clicking that mouse? You had a remote in your hands of your television. You're in a hotel, you travel. Or you're at home, everybody is sleeping. Are you clicking the adult channel? Nobody is there. How can I do this wickedness against God? If every one of us that come to church Sunday morning in this country are conscious of God, we, this nation, we will not be who we are today. There must have been a great change. But it's not too late. We can start it. You see, the fire that have that is still burning in West Coast, in spite of the snow and the rain. You know, thousands of acres of land have been consumed by that fire, right? That fire that has now burning acres of land started what? With a spark. You understand know what I'm saying? Just a spark. As we have that destructive, negative fire, if just few of us can start the spark of this reverence of God, displaying God everywhere we go, showcasing Jesus, showcasing the character everywhere we go, before you know it, the whole nation will, become, will, will be a place. In that job, in that school, in that family, in that sub uh, subdivision, in that apartment community, in that office, you spark the fire. Let the fire, you spark the fire everywhere we go. Change and transformation will take place. Can't do that evil wickedness against God. And the woman, day by day, pressurize him. 
your intimacy, your root in him is what will sustain you during this season. If your heart big, Jesus speaking in the synoptic, he said the sower went to sow. Some fall by the wayside and the birds took it. Some fall on the rock and grow. But no root. The sun, the heat of the day, it died. Some fall by the, the storm of trees or, 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 or on other uh, plants and it was being choked because no root. Because as long as we are here, we will suffer persecution. Those that live will live godly in Christ. Underline godly. We hope suffer persecution. Our character will be proven. Somebody said, Don't let go the dream. Don't let go the vision. During the processing time, the processing time, our character will be proving. As a process of taking away what is not needed. You take it out. You remove this and remove that. But if we can go through the mill and come out on the other side, we become as pure gold, expensive, and become eye catcher. Praise God. Look at it. Verse 11. Look at it, that verse 10. So it was as she spoke to Joseph day by day that he did not heed on the line. My dad, Bishop Mike, said that no can be answered, anointed. No what? Your no must be what noticeable. Not that no, Jim. No, no. But you are still around there. It must be evident to all that I don't belong here. I am not part of this. Praise God. Joseph did not heed to lie with her or to be with her. Look at what happened. But it happened about this time. When Joseph went into the house to do his work, somebody say purpose, somebody say heart, somebody say character, somebody say attitude. He went to the house to do his work. His heart is pure. He has a clean character. And when the pressure came, what happened? And none of the men of the house was inside. It's set up. You see, when you, are, you have a proving character, a proving integrity, when this season comes, because this season will always come to each and every one of us, your proving integrity, your proving character is what will save you. Somebody let me say a place to say amen. Because this season we always come to each and every one of us. Who would deny for you? How would they say that? Oh, someone is crime, rape. You, you, you didn't rape her. Or you didn't take that money. Or you didn't do that. You have proven track record of integrity. 
of proving character is what will save you together with the grace of God. And that's why you have to be let, you have to make who you are noticeable to everyone. You can't please everyone. You cannot be dancing to, to the left and dancing to the far. Compromise is going to sink you faster than the sharp sand. What happened? Because she's vicious. The devil, the Bible says, the thief cometh but for to steal, to kill, and what? To destroy. He's vicious. This is not a time to play games. This is not a time to compromise. Let your yea be yea, and let your neighborhood be nay. That's what the Bible says. She caught him by his garment, saying, Lie with me. But he left his garment in her hand and fled and ran outside. Remember, the first one was also the coat of many colors. Because you don't need it. In this process, someone said processing time. During this processing, everything God knows we don't need, he's going to rip them off, off from us. That, the first garment was what? The coat of many color, right? Now another garment, God knows he doesn't need this. You want this? Have it. And he saved himself. But what do you do in the process of saving yourself? You are doing everything right. Yet, you are sentenced. You are clean. You are living right. You are faithful. But you are sentenced. Nobody believed you. Romans 8.28 For we know. Somebody say for we know. That all things work together for the good of them who love God, who are the called according to his purpose. Underline, called. You have to love God, you have to be called, and there have to be purpose. Remember he said, how can I do this wickedness against God? He loved God so much. Right? But look at it. Unknown to Potiphar and Potiphar's wife that going sending him to say jail is helping him. Is what? Hastening the dream to come to pass. God will use the devil to work for our dream. God will use a pharaoh must help our dream. I hear what I'm saying. It's in this process Somebody say process. Our character and attitude is very important. He was sent to jail. Remember, he did not commit the crime. He was lawyer. He was faithful. Lawyer and faithful to the, to the boss. Committed to God and he loved God. You understand what I'm saying? In the book of Daniel... 
There was a young man that left from the royal family that was sold into slavery. Himself and uh, uh, colleagues of his, his name is called Daniel. A prince. Why in Babylon the king picked him and his friends to be indoctrinated? The devil has been indoctrinating many youths, many people today in this nation and the land we live in. But Daniel refused to be indoctrinated. The Bible said, guard your heart with all diligence for out of it are what? The issues of life. Whatever you permit into your heart will define you. What rules your heart rules your life. What controls your heart controls your life. Whatever have your heart have your heart. Whatever owns your heart owns your heart. Whatever controls your heart controls your life. And that is why you must intentionally, purposefully, and jealously guard your heart. You can't, you shouldn't compromise your future, your life. You must what? Guard to protect, secure your heart. Don't let anything that is corrupt into your heart. Don't permit it. Daniel fought it. I will not defy myself with the king's mate. You see, that foundation is very important. Because of that foundation he laid, number one, the eunuch and the king, they now know that these are different breed. Do they know that you are a different breed? Or you are body-body with everybody? Down the line, when his faith was challenged, he said nobody should pray to any other god to pray to the king. He opened up the windows and prayed as usual, right? And he was sent, cast into the what? The den with hungry lions. Guess who lost his sleep? The king lost his sleep, but Daniel slept. The lion became his pillow. You know what I'm saying? Then the king said, early in the morning, O Daniel, servant of the Most High God, did the God whom you serve continually, faithfully, and loyally, did he save you? He said, yes, king. He has saved me. For the first time, a voice heard from the lion den. Not just lion den, hungry lion. Lions that were starved. Because he knows that innocence of me, I have not done you wrong, and I'm lawyer. Praise God. What will be our testimonies? That's a question. Daniel was saved. And the people said, okay, for you to know that these lions are not mannequins. These lions are real. Those guys that plotted against Daniel 
every one of them was dropped into the same den of lions, right? Let them experience and enjoy the pillow of lion. Because Daniel slept with a lion as a pillow, right? But did they enjoy the lion? The lion had mastery of them. Whatever plot against you will be, will be consumed and destroyed in the name of Jesus. No, let's just, let me just pause and wrap this thing up. Somebody said, don't let go that dream. Don't let go that vision. Because your life is what? It is your life. During the process, our character will be proven. Our attitude will be proven. We'll be tried. Your faith will be tried. You believe in God? We will see whether you believe in God or not. Job, faith was tried. During that period, don't walk against your destiny. Don't walk against your relationship with God. Still love the Lord. Still be faithful. Still be dedicated. Still be what? Be committed. Because at the end of the day, this will work for your good. What happened to Joseph? Why in jail he was still faithful? He was still caring. He was still real. He was still loyal. He cared for those prisoners. His fellow prisoners interpreted their dreams. Right? Having interpreted their dreams... He was forgotten. But he didn't give up. Many of us who say, oh, God, enough this. I can't take this anymore. For how long will I go through this? He was still loyal, faithful, committed, and dedicated to God. Somebody said, at the fullness of time. The Bible talks about Jesus. Remember in Genesis chapter 3 verse 15, that was when the promise of the birth of Jesus was made. And it took thousands of years. It seems as if it's not going to happen. Right? In the process of time, at the fullness of time, was Jesus born? Jesus came. When the fullness of time came, the prison could not contain Joseph anymore. I hear what I'm saying. When the fullness of time came, the prison could not what? Contain Joseph anymore. Because a Pharaoh have dreamt dreams. Your dreams are tied to other people's dreams. The day you stop interpreting other people's dreams, you have sunk or killed your own dream. I hear what I'm saying. The day you stop interpreting other people's dream, you have killed your dream. Joseph did not give up. He interpreted the dream of the prisoners and he interpreted the dream of Pharaoh. 
Because all our dreams are tied to other people's dreams. Dream begot dream. Somebody say with me. Dream begot dream. Dream begot dream. The dream of Joseph that interpreted came to pass because he interpreted the dream of the prisoner and that of Pharaoh. If he had refused to interpret the dream of Pharaoh, and the, and the, what could have happened? So dearly beloved, during this process, somebody say process, never stop helping others. Never stop helping people. In Ziklag, David lost everything. David lost everything. And he went to God. And he asked God, shall I pursue, shall I recover all? God told, yes, you will pursue and recover all. But how did David recover all? Because he took care of a nobody in quote. Somebody. Please, I always tell us in this house, don't look down on anyone. Because you don't know who God is going to use. A slave and a servant. An Egyptian. Sick. Not eating many days. He recognized. Father, give us sensitivity. He recognized Helping that helpless man open the doorway to him recovering all. I want you to talk to God today. Ask the grace of God. Sensitivity. The grace of sensitivity. Grace to care for others. The grace to help others. Grace to of submissiveness, of obedience, grace. Talabo shada baboshe, lebra hashanda baboshe, libra kush kabalalon, neges kadinda alonde brahasuti, libra hashanda brahuzika. Father, even as the voice of man ceases, I ask you to echo this truth in our spirit, echo this truth in our heart, in our ears, echo this truth in our soul. Cause this truth to prevail over our lives. Cause this truth to prevail over our heart, our mind, our thought. Cause this truth to transform us. Cause this truth to establish us, to strengthen us. Cause this truth to destroy every yoke in our lives. In the name of Jesus, we return our glory and honor to you, Father. Blessed be your name, Lord. In Jesus' name. Now listen to me, you under the sound of my voice. You're out there, you have been doing everything right and nothing seems to be working right for you. This is not the time to give up. This is not the time to throw in the towel. This is not the time to to join the bad wagon and be like others. No. Remain faithful because your fullness of time is coming. The fullness of time came for Joseph and the prison could not contain him anymore. 
When your fullness of time comes, no power can stop you. The beginning of your fullness of time, if you have not made Jesus Lord and Savior, is now receiving Jesus as your Lord and Savior. When Jesus is in your boat, no storm can sink you. So I want to pray with you. You want to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. I want you to say this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, thank you for paying the price for me. I receive you now as my Lord and my Savior. From this day forward, I will live for you all the days of my life. Thank you for saving me in Jesus' name. That is it, my friend. If you made that prayer with all your heart, you are now a child of God. You are now his responsibility. And I want you to go to your smartphone and your tablet. Go to your app store and download the Bible. The Bible is free. I made good friends with your Bible. The Bible is God's roadmap to your destiny. And go to any Bible-believing church that the pastor has sent you. And if you're here in Atlanta, Georgia, United States, I make both to invite you to Trem Atlanta Ghost Embassy's Manor. 1611 Ross West Street Manor. Zip code 30080. Service days at 10 a.m. Eastern. I look forward to receiving you. Remember, when your fullness of time comes, the prison cannot contain you. God bless you. Hallelujah. Thank you for listening to another message. God's blessing be with you now and forever. For counseling, email trem at tremusa.org. 